Hello everyone. How are we doing out there? I hope you are all safe and well. For a while there, I wasn't sure how things would pan out. The summer before becoming a senior in high school seemed so chaotic. Everything was up in the air and I didn't know what was going to land first. So, I decided to occupy my time with training. It kept me off the streets before, and as Granny said, it would do it again. And now, it'll keep me away from the whole Bobby Jones issue. As soon as I came to understand that he only married my mom, Bootsy, and not her other two kids, me and Freddie, I stopped looking for his approval or acknowledgement. Now, don't get me wrong, I still maintained a level of respect for him. That was a process that took a while. I would dare say well into my junior year of college. But let's save that conversation for another chapter, which is coming up soon in Dual Citizen, The Training. So, I noticed that during the commute, across town in D.C., the tall, shiny silver figure started talking. At first, I thought I was so dehydrated that I was hallucinating and or hearing things. But no, he was talking to me, and what he was saying could not have been my own thoughts. Why? Because I was tired from training for 10 hours. I was sleepy and hungry. At this stage in my life, the last thing I'm going to think is, there would be a lot of opportunities coming your way. I was like, what? Did I just hear that? And I actually caught myself looking around me on the bus to see who could have said that. You see, it had been a while since he last said something to me. But I had to recognize that what he was telling me did not match at all what I was seeing in my life at the moment. I had to recognize that he was sending me words of encouragement to hold on to and that if I only believe what he was telling me at the time, then things would be okay. Well, when I got home late that night, Freddie, as usual, was waiting up for me to make sure I had a sandwich or something, or to make sure that the soreness was out and that I was okay. But by this time, I didn't need cramps worked out of my muscles. I was just hungry and sleepy. So, I told Freddie, my brother, what I heard on the bus ride back home. He paused for a little while and looked up at me as only Freddie could. He raised one eyebrow and said, Tracy, I don't know how to massage the cramps out of your brain. 
I had looked at and applied to several schools, mostly in Ohio. I can remember going to colleges and universities, visiting, driving through snow with Granny. I, I believe when we made the trip to visit Dayton, Ohio, in the winter, was when she suggested no more college visits until the weather breaks. <laughs> so, I remember waiting out the end of winter as the denial letters from colleges started pouring in. Well, the cost of each application fee started weighing on my Ponderosa Steakhouse paycheck. <laughs> suddenly, and I do mean suddenly, out of nowhere and from a very unlikely place, I received a letter. I received a letter in the mail from North Carolina State University Electrical Engineering Department. Now, I do not remember applying to any school in North Carolina. I accepted this as a gift. I researched the school and we decided to visit. When we stood on the brickyard at NC State in front of the library, I had a deja vu moment when I caught the scent of the magnolia tree. Once I smelled the tree, I immediately saw that picture and page in my picture book from when I was three years old. Suddenly, I had a revelation that the deja vu moments that I would experience in life were moments shown to me before in my picture book by the tall, shiny silver figure when I was three years old. I would later understand that these deja vu moments were major decision moments for me and if I would only pause in those moments and recognize that, hey, I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and that I have a right to understand the revelation at hand. Then the tall, shiny silver figure would dispatch wisdom to make the choice from the picture book that was written before the foundation of the world. <laughs> A short while after the deja vu moment, several weeks, not long, I started noticing that things began lining up or falling into place. But let me digress for just a moment and explain something. A revelation or a nugget that was given to me. Deja vu moments. Uh, number one, a feeling that what is happening has happened before. And it's brought about by a sudden or strange odor or taste sometimes. Now, French, deja, meaning already, and vu, meaning seen, already seen. So in 2020, let's open 
the realm of the mind's eye and think back on your own deja vu moments. While you are reflecting on your own deja vu moments, do you know what triggered the memory of that vision? Was it a sound? Was it a smell? Now, this is a pearl. When I have a deja vu moment, my physical eyes are momentarily closed and my mind's eye is suddenly opened. When he suddenly opens my mind's eye, I can see what he sees, I can hear what he says, and I can think what he thinks. I suddenly had a revelation. It is here where I discover that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts and his ways higher than my ways. It is here where I can muse or meditate on him day and night. This area where you are reminiscing or musing over your deja vu moments, I submit to you that this realm is your mind's eye. It is in this arena of your mind where the training begins.